1: Hello, and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoop ball presentation. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani, and this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference. Get some delicious coffee. Head over to hawaiianisles.com. Also, uh, head over to Amazon as well. Neil, how are you doing, man? Big day trade deadline is behind us. How was the live show? How, what did you think about it, man?
2: Yeah. First time I did it. Great experience for me. Uh, fortunately allowed me to come on for an hour in the beginning, but yeah, the, one hour was enough for me. I was ready to get out of there. I was tired. <laughs> I was like, um, and Aaron and Dan are on there for all four hours. Uh, I know Dan released, uh, the last hour on his, on his first podcast, but, um, it was great, great opportunity. Um, no trades went down when we were uh, actually at the very end, there was one trade, um, but as I was like leaving. Um, but um, so we talked more about the trades that already happened. So um, how about you? how was how was your day?
1: So this is gonna sound crazy. I had this sneaky suspicion that Marcus Saul was gonna get dealt to the Raptors. Now here's why. There were some rumors going on, I think about a week ago, that the Raptors were interested in both Mike Conley and Mark Gasol. We saw the Sixers make a big deal for Tobias Harris. Then early in the we saw Milwaukee make a deal for Mirotek. And I'm thinking to myself, Neil, Raptors are not just going to sit there and watch the Sixers and the Bucks get better. They're going to make a move. And Neil, I almost tweeted out, Before it happened, I was this close to tweeting out, I have a feeling Gasol is headed to Toronto. I decided not to do it. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to look like an idiot if it doesn't happen. Then, boom, Woz drops a bomb, and I was like, oh, man, uh, I should have just put it out there. But anyways, that, I think, is the biggest deal that went down. Neil, what do you think about Gasol joining Toronto?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think it from a fantasy perspective. Um, I think his his uh, points are going to take a hit. Um, I don't know if they're going to – they're not going to rely on him, I think, as much as they did in Memphis. I think he will – might see a slight decrease in minutes um, and therefore a decrease in, in fantasy value. I don't think it's going to be a big hit, but I think he is going to go down a little bit. Um, and then Ibaka, you know, I think obviously takes a big hit. But uh, I don't know about – Real life basketball. I'm assuming they're a better team. They would have made this move. Um, they lose the Wright, right, you know, a, a key backup. but Gasol is still pretty pretty strong in his uh, even though he's thirty four. so we'll see we'll see how it plays out. Do you have any uh, takes on it so far?
1: I love your take, and I agree with you, one hundred percent. I think we see Mark Gasol take a hit here. He's playing with a much more talented group. Kawhi Leonard, uh, Kyle Lowry, Neil Pascal, Siakam, I think he had a 30-burger tonight, Serge Ibaka. So uh, I expect Gasol's points to come down. I still think Gasol is going to be a solid fantasy asset, but I just don't think he's going to be putting up the big numbers we saw in Memphis. But. Hey, from a reality standpoint, I do believe that the Toronto Raptors got better. Marcus, Saul, you know, I believe he was a former defensive player of the year. He's an amazing passer for a center. So I think he helps you win a really tight playoff series. He can play great defense against the other team's best front court player, um, such a good all around player. So I think he actually does make Toronto a better playoff team. Yeah. Any I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm
2: assuming they're going to be better. I just don't know how much better, right? Like, are they, are they now the odds on, I mean, every, t- uh, there's an arm raise arms race in the East, right? Um, Mirit- it was crazy. Miritich going to, um, we can jump over to other trades now, I guess Too Mirotic going over to Milwaukee. I thought that might've been the biggest upgrade they've got. They scored 148 points last night. Now they got Miritich who can come off the bench and go bananas. Um, I I like Milwaukee's chances coming out of the East, and then who knows how this whole Sixers thing is going to work out. So crazy,
1: love man! I can't believe it, Mil. I mean, Neil, you and I we talk every night about how amazing Milwaukee is because it feels like every one of their starters it can be fantasy relevant, like. Every guy, they're like one of these rare teams that can support four or five solid fantasy guys that you can count on. Now they added Nico to this mix. It's just outstanding. It's Man, they're already a really good defensive team. They're already, I believe, the first place team in the Eastern Conference. Them improving. As you said, Neil, what um, a crazy arms race we saw for the Eastern Conference. It was like, oh, man, this team got better? We got to do something to uh, keep up with them. And, uh, man, the playoffs in the East just got really interesting, man. It is going to be must-see TV fireworks. I cannot wait, Neil. I cannot wait. Um, a f- uh, Fantasy standpoint, though, I'm thinking Nico is going to take a hit. Do you agree with that, man?
2: Yeah, he has. I mean, he doesn't have to, but I imagine so. I mean, it's also – you know he had uh, he had the green light down in New Orleans to take as many threes as he wanted. This is a little more of a disciplined offense, and I think he'll still have the opportunity to take, to bomb away, but it won't be um, won't be with such free reign as he did in in uh, New Orleans. And then obviously his minutes are going to go down, so that that'll just take take his stats down some. Um, I am worried he's going to lose a couple rounds of value. We'll see how much it it turns out to be.
1: All right, so. We can't get into – obviously, we can't do every single trade that went down because um, this is the box score breakdown show, so we got to get to the games. But hey, if you guys want some more insight on the trades, plenty of news – plenty of stuff over at hoop uh the live show I don't know is that rebroadcast at all or is there a stream that people can watch of that or was uh, that only a live show I know show? Dan's
2: Dan show today of oh, fantasy NBA fantasy NBA today was just the last hour of that 4 hour um extravaganza so you've got uh you got Dan Aaron and a and a couple hoop ballers on there um for that portion and they wrap up all the trades and then of course um uh, our site has content as well as you mentioned. So, um, do do you have any like one big, any other like, big takeaway from today or this whole well, trade deadline three day period?
1: You know, I gotta say I'm a little disappointed. I knew there weren't gonna be any big time elite stars that were gonna get moved, but Neil, like. Just little stuff. Like I thought the Hawks were going to move Deadman or uh, Jeremy Lin or Bazemore. The Hawks didn't do anything. Neil, I think I told you go get Dario Saric. I think maybe the Timberwolves are going to move some of their veteran guys like Taj Gibson. So it was just a lot of little moves that did not happen that really disappointed me. You know, I'm not surprised that Anthony Davis didn't get moved. I wasn't expecting any other big star to get moved other than maybe Mike conley it was just i was just expecting a whole bunch of little small moves that could be uh fantasy relevant and so a little disappointed that there wasn't more action but you know what now that i think about it man i feel like that happens every single trade deadline i'm always expecting so much so i'm always kind of let down what do you think about it
2: um yeah i mean my, my main takeaway well one i was i was shocked there was so much you know um Flurry of activity the day before I'm used to all that Mm -hmm. stuff on the day Of so that would that kind of threw me off last night as we were recording But um My main takeaway is there's really no I think major fantasy in terms of like Fantasy basketball changes I don't think I mean There's anyone that we can say oh you got to pick this guy up right now or He's going to help your team win I mean there are guys like Zubach right he will get some more value in in LA and uh, Or he's still in LA but on the Clippers instead of the Lakers and Mm -hmm. um Maybe um, who else? Tyler Johnson, you. yeah, Tyler maybe? Johnson out in Phoenix. Those guys are definitely going to be. Uh, they've improved. They improve their fantasy value, but they're, none of these guys are going to like all of a sudden make a huge difference on your team. I don't think. Um, they're are are they going to help you on the margins, but um, that's the one interesting takeaway I have. There's not nothing of major fantasy implications. I think from this, except for some of the downgrades like Tobias Harris, unfortunately. Yeah, as far and as you like know the upgrade pickups, nothing I see that it's like essential you get.
1: I'm really glad that you mentioned the deals that happened before the actual trade deadline today. Because, you know, if you look at all the moves that happened, like Tobias Harris and, uh, you know, the stuff that happened the days before, like Chris Stapp's uh, Porzingas getting moved, it actually, if you looked at everything together, Pretty decent trade deadline when you look at all of the action as one. So, um, pretty crazy stuff, man. I'm excited to see how everything pans out. Hey, one last one before we move on. And this one, we don't need to talk too long about it, but just really interesting. Markel Fultz getting moved to the Orlando Magic. I thought that was really interesting. I don't even know if we're going to see Markel Fultz this season with that whole shoulder thing. But I thought it was a really great move by the Magic, kind of like a low-cost, possible high-reward type move. If Markel Fultz eventually pans out to even 80% of the guy we thought he could be, This is an amazing move by the Magic. They didn't have to give up too much. And kind of a shame for the Sixers who traded up in that draft to get the number one pick to get him and now only getting Jonathan Simmons back, which does help them reality-wise. It makes them deeper for their run that they're going to make in the playoffs. But it still feels like a letdown that they're giving up that number one pick um, and just getting Jonathan Simmons and some draft picks back. What do you think about it real quick, Neil?
2: Yeah, that's um well I'm happy Folt's got a new landing spot. You know, I want to see this this guy have a chance and um I can't imagine the um emotional roller coaster it's kind of be for him. Um mentally to be the number 1 pick in the NBA, you know, to kind of like fulfill your dreams to get to the NBA, be the number 1 pick no less and then have all this happen whether it's mental, physical or the combination of both probably. Uh hopefully this um this young man will get a a, a chance in Orlando to prove himself. And if he's physically capable, able to, um, to be in the NBA for a while. But yeah, I guess my big takeaway was, um, trading down Boston traded down and they got Jason Tatum, <laughs> who they might now be in the whole Jason Tatum may turn into Anthony Davis, right? That's the whole reason Davis didn't get traded. I think at the deadline is because Boston saying, Hey, 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 we got Tatum. That's possible.
1: Yeah, and, crazy and they
2: so Davis versus Simmons. Those are the Jonathan Simmons. Those are the two comparisons, and the team
1: that traded down gets Anthony Davis. Anyway, man, my point Danny how this Danny all works Age. out is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Danny Ainge is so sneaky, man. He feels like a con man that he traded down. He got ex, he got a draft pick to mm-hmm. trade down to actually get the better player. So sneaky, man. Danny Ainge, man. Hats off to that guy. All right, Neil. I think we probably should start jumping into the games. What do you think? Yeah, man? let's do it. I think um, I think I'm up.
2: I think so too. All right. First game of the night. Um, Minnesota, Orlando I had a feeling Minnesota would just kind of lay an egg here. They lose one twelve to one, twenty two. Look at the box score. Jeff Teague was questionable. did not play though. um Taj Gibson, as you mentioned, uh, got twenty one minutes. did you know, he's become fantasy irrelevant. Um, let's see who else is still out. Oh, they Rose is still out, and Tyus Jones is still out, so that meant Bayless is starting. I thought he was a must stream guy. God bless me, not tonight. Ofer, just a miserable line from him, just two rebounds, three assists, zero of six. Um, shooting, so how oh, um, may have second thoughts on that must stream, Josh Akoji. Played decently in 29 minutes. Uh, still not enough to be worth owning, I don't believe, even when he does start in standard team leagues. Towns doing what Towns does. Wiggins scoring well, shooting poorly tonight. Um, but Dario Saric in 21 minutes. You know, if Gibson would have gotten moved, we would have probably said Sarich would have been a huge beneficiary, like you said. But tonight in 21 minutes had a really nice line, 17 points, 8 rebounds. I just don't trust it. Um, not much to take away from this. Minnesota did not, I don't believe they made a single move at the deadline. Is that correct? I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, very few teams did not, they might've been one of them. If they did, it was nothing major. Any thoughts on the Timberwolves?
1: Yeah. Really disappointed that they didn't make any moves. Really thought that they would move a guy like Taj Gibson. There were even rumors that Jeff Teague could be available, uh, ended up not doing anything. And, uh, uh, just a little disappointed because I was hoping a guy like Dario Sarek could pick up more value or some of these other guys. But um, for the most part, man, I'm really curious to see how the Timberwolves end this season. Of course, we love Towns. Uh, Wiggins seems to be playing better. Uh, I still kind of have low expectations on him. but uh, And then we're still waiting for the return of Ro- uh, Robert uh, Covington. Maybe this guy can get back to what he was doing after the All-Star break because he was really good before he got that bone bruise in his knee. Jeff Teague also as well. He, he's missed a lot of games this season as well, so would love to see. You know, just want to see this team get 100%. Let's see what this team can do at full strength. All right, man, I'm going to jump over to the Orlando Magic. As we just talked about, they make the deal for Fultz. Um Pretty happy, as you said, Neil, that Fultz is going to get another start here. You know, the Sixers, they are going to win the whole thing. And the Magic, they're in rebuild mode. So Fultz can kind of take his time, learn, kind of go at his own speed. He's not going to feel that pressure. And I think it's going to be a blessing that Fultz landed on this team. Let's take a look at what went down today on their current roster. Fournier, Beautiful game with 18 points, 1 assist, 2 rebounds, 1-3. Very efficient 8 of 13 shooting from the field, 1-1 from the line. Nice game as well from Aaron Gordon who had 19 points, a block, 5 assists with 6 rebounds. Perfect 8 of 8 from the line. Love that. 1-3, 5 of 13 from the field. A guy I'm really happy that did not get moved, Nikola Vucevic who's having an all-star year, deserved that all-star nod. 21 points with 10 rebounds, two blocks with three assists, one three, nine of 16 from the field, two two from the line. Uh, he's just You're just enjoying the ride if you drafted him. Um, Jonathan Isaac has been really good lately. The shooting wasn't quite there. He was only three of six for nine points. But the defensive stats, man, I I mean, I'll take this line every night if he's going to contribute two steals, three blocks, two assists with six rebounds. Love that. And I think the scoring is going to get much better. Uh, So congratulations if you stuck with Jonathan Isaac. I think he's going to be pretty solid down the stretch here. Uh, Terrence Ross with 32 points, one assist, five rebounds. You know, Jonathan Simmons got moved. Maybe this will be uh, a lot more um, mean, a lot more scoring, a lot more scoring opportunity for Terrence Ross. And check this out, man! By far, took the most shots out of anyone from this team tonight. Took twenty-three shots. Was six of thirteen from downtown. Thirteen of twenty-three from the field. I think it's all green lights for Terrence Ross. Um, you got to be excited that. Uh, how the trade deadline went for him. I think it's a small boost for him. Neil, what do you think of the Orlando magic?
2: Yeah. Terrence Ross is just consistent. I mean, he's just got the free reign and I'm um, really impressed that he can keep up this uh, percentages 13 and 23 tonight uh, on the season. He's been consistently good. You know, I've been so afraid to pick him up because I'm worried about his percentages from, from downtown and, He's shooting 43% of the year from the field, so he's, he's holding his own. Um, not much else. No changes here. I wish I would have had the patience to hang on to Isaac. I'm assuming
1: you you did? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I did drop him in one league, but I still got him in two leagues, one of them being my home league. So I am enjoying this Jonathan Isaac uh, um, late, blooming or late uh blossom that he's putting on right now so um i'm pretty happy that i stuck with him man
2: um yeah other than that no main changes i mean augustine as as i've talked about has been a low-end starter tonight shows you why he's a very low-end starter very disappointing night for him fantasy wise uh other than that no changes from my end simmons really wasn't you know a fantasy asset and, Will be a, re, a really good, like you said, roll off the bench role player, I think, for Philadelphia, um, but not much of a fantasy asset. Um, okay, second game, I've got um, Toronto or Atlanta. Uh, Toronto goes in there, wins 119 to 101, a very depleted Raptors team. I think they lost five players uh, in the trade deadline, did not pick up anyone yet to play. So they ran out there. Um, and fell behind, but came back and won one nineteen one hundred one. As you mentioned, Pascal Siakam had his breakout game: twelve of twenty from the field, thirty three points, fourteen rebounds, four assists, two three pointers, two steals, and a block. Adrian, my pickup of the year, my home league. So fortunate I got him. He has he got hot, and he never he has not slowed down. Um, and I think with Gasol next to him, he could get his percentages could even get better. Well. Hard to get too much better. But I, think, I don't think he's in any jeopardy. Um, Danny Green, um, 12 points, 4 rebounds. Shot decently, 4-7. So if you started him, Adrian, it's not too bad. Uh, Lowry does what Lowry does, 13 points, 13 assists. Ibaka, um, he had the one-off night, just 12 points and 5 rebounds. Van Fleet started next to um, uh, Lowry tonight, 30 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, Kawhi sat, um, and as we've talked about anytime Kawhi or Kyle sits, it's Fanfleets uh, can be in your starting lineup but tonight with 30 points, five rebounds, six assists, 11 to 22 shooting four, three pointers. He was on fire and that is double when he goes against Atlanta. Um, the one, one guy I want to mention here is Norman Powell. Um, he is someone who has been like sort of an afterthought, um, in the backcourt, but with Delon Wright gone, CJ miles now gone to Memphis. Uh, maybe in deeper leagues, Powell is worth at least looking at tonight. 11 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. So, he's not going to get there in 12, maybe not even 14 team leagues, but maybe deeper leagues he becomes relevant. Um, and maybe OGN Nubi as well. So, any thoughts on the Raptors?
1: Um, I love your take on uh, Pascal Siakam. I'm not worried at all about the arrival of a Gasol. Even if we see his scoring take a minor bump, as you said, Neil, his efficiency might uh, step up. Gasol is a great passer for a center. Uh, Siakam is so active, man. I don't think anything's going to stop this guy. I think he's locked in for a strong finish, and uh, I would not worry. Um, I, too, am curious on what... uh, You know, DeLon Wright leaving this team. I'm kind of wondering... Could this maybe be a slight bump for someone like Danny Green? We saw Van Vliet have a big game here. Now Kawhi sat this one. So uh, I want to see what this team looks like full strength when they get Gasol. um, When they get Gasol in this lineup, when Kawhi Leonard returns, curious uh, exactly how it's going to look. So let's keep an eye on that situation. All right, over on the Atlanta Hawks side, uh, Neil, really disappointed that this team didn't make a trade. Was really hoping that they would move uh, Baysmore to kind of clear up the wing a little bit. Deadman, I was kind of curious if maybe uh, stashing Alex Len or Spellman could be a decent move if Deadman get, got traded, but nothing happened. So let's take a look and see how this team did. Prince, uh, you know, he's really had in, um, He's really had a bad season based on my expectations. I thought Tyrion Prince was going to take a step up this year, and it's been the opposite, man. I feel like he's gone backwards. Uh, Was a a little bit better here scoring-wise. 19 points, five threes tonight on 7 of 12 shooting. One steal, three assists, one rebounds. John Collins, I think this guy is just going to keep going up and up and up uh somewhat of a letdown here only 12 points but still had 12 rebounds and assists a block 1 3 on 5 of 11 shooting um Trey Young actually had a pretty good game here uh 19 points 5 assists 5 rebounds on an efficient uh 7 of 14 from the field 1 3 4 7 from the line we'll take that Kevin Herter. this is another guy that I think is it, that is in for a strong rest of season. Um, Didn't really have it going here tonight. Only got five points, shot two of five, five assists, three rebounds in 28 minutes. But I think he's going to be much better going forward. If you hung on to Deadman, I know a lot of people who did. Hopefully uh, he plays like he was playing before the trade deadline. He had some nice games. So 10 points from him tonight, one assist, four rebounds, uh, I don't trust anyone on the bench here, man. If if you were, if you had Kent Bazemore and you were hoping for a move, I'm sorry, man. I'm really, I'm really scared for Bazemore. Is he gonna come off the bench the rest of the year? Is he only gonna get 15 minutes like he saw tonight? If so, his fantasy value might be dead. He might not be worth really owning in standard leagues. Uh, Neil, what are your thoughts on the Atlanta Hawks?
2: Um yeah like you said before um, we talked about the trade uh deadline activity not sure um what why no moves were made for atlanta um but it looks like they've got their starting five right this is probably what's going to be going forward um baysmore 15 minutes that does scare me a lot Bembry, i thought could hop in there be a good points league guy i thought they were gonna as we talked about maybe move on from praetorian prince as well um Anyway, it looks like they're starting five, the only guys that have value. Um, But I think all of them do have decent value, kind of low-end value. So um, Bazemore, I guess, is the one person if you held on to. I think, I guess you wait and just see a couple more games, and then if it doesn't happen, you drop them. Um, uh, It's unfortunate because he looked like he could um, go somewhere else and help another team out. Uh, Anyway, I'm sorry my computer's not reloading. That's why I'm kind of stuttering here trying to find some information online um all right uh on to what's the next game you got lakers boston yeah did you see this one
1: i heard the lakers uh played really well in this one man yeah surprised to see them get the victory here
2: it was crazy go watch the highlights when you get a chance um i won't do a spoiler alert for you except for that they won the game 129 one twenty eight. It was uh it was one of the more exciting regular season games I've seen in a while. Um, and I think something about Boston LA has something to do with that as well. Uh tonight, uh, they were just bombing away. I think the Lakers made twenty two three pointers. Um James uh triple doubles, twenty eight points, twelve rebounds, twelve assists. At one point, Adrian, and I don't know what was going on. I didn't have the volume on, so I don't know if there was um you know how sometimes after there's like a whistle, a guy would take a deep three? I could have swore this was not the case, and LeBron was like two steps past half court and just jacked it up. I, I saw that. Did you see that? Shot? I saw
1: that. It was like Steph Curry range, man. He I don't know what like he was out doing. In the parking lot. I don't, I don't
2: know. Care. Anyway, uh, that it wasn't like it was last second on the shot clock or anything. He just like threw it up from like forty. Anyway, um, uh, great game to watch. Kuzma looked phenomenal. I, I mean, I know a lot of people are. We're saying that these, these L.A. assets weren't that as good as um, Boston's assets, but Kuzma, I think the ceiling is sky high for that guy. I, I do I know the joke is he's the future MVP uh, after his summer league uh, last year, but this guy is, I don't know what his ceiling is going to be, but I am very bullish on him. Uh, McGee, now this is, if you own McGee, obviously he is now locked and loaded back in the starting lineup. Zubac is gone, played 30 minutes tonight, uh, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 7-11 from the field, a single block. Rondo uh streamable for now with um uh Lonzo out 17 points 10 assists tonight. Ingram played 40 minutes. He didn't look great, but he did he did a lot of little things that helped the team win tonight. Uh his percentages still kind of are too hard for me to look at 4 of 14 and 2 of 6 respectively. Um everyone kind of contributed here. It looks like this team is going to be in good form. Good to see them come out after that drubbing from Indiana. I know there's a lot of probably locker room issues, but they look like a pretty cohesive team tonight. Um, Any thoughts on the Lakers?
1: Lakers looking great here, man. Look, Neil, maybe now that these young these young guys don't need to worry about heading to New Orleans. Maybe they can focus on basketball like they did tonight. Neil, as you said, Kuzma playing great. Rondo returning to the gar- uh, returning to Boston, where um, you know he had that historic run, winning titles o- or winning that championship over there with the Celtics. And man, he looks at home when he's playing. In Boston, and an outstanding game for Rondo and Neil. I'm pretty. I'm actually. Um, I'm actually. Pretty excited about the moves that the Lakers made. They added Reggie Bullock, who's a good shooter. They added Mike Muscala, who can also shoot. Trying to surround LeBron with shooters, that can only be a good thing. They also opened up a roster spot to maybe go after a guy who's a buyout candidate. We're hearing um, Marquise Morris got waived. Um, Enos Kanter got waived. Um, you know, there's all these guys, maybe Carmelo Anthony, although I'll be honest with you, Neil, I'm hoping it's not Carmelo Anthony, but, uh, all these guys that are getting bought out, maybe Lakers can add another guy that can help them this season. So exciting stuff here for the Lakers. But one last thought here, Neil, the Lakers may have won this battle, but the Celtics might be winning the war, man, because Anthony Davis, Ooh, he could be headed to boston let me jump over the boston side neil you kind of have to think that boston might be the front runner now to land anthony davis if they add jason tatum and a really attractive package how could the pelicans say no the only thing that i think could maybe rival that is if the Knicks land the number one pick which could be zion and you throw that into a package so let's see what happens let me jump in and see what the Celtics did here tonight. You know, even though they lost this game, they played really well. I'm going to start with Jason Tatum 22 points, five assists, 10 boards, 1 3 on 9 of 14 shooting, 3 of 3 from the line. Kyrie Irving doing his thing 24 points with two steals, eight assists. Seven rebounds, a perfect 10 of 10 from the line. Two threes with six of 21 shooting from the field. A great game from him. Al Horford with 12 points, a steal, a block, two assists with seven boards. One three on five and nine shooting. Morris didn't do too much here, only three points in 24 minutes. Smart, we don't really uh, count on him for fantasy, only six points in 24 minutes. Off the bench. Hayward was a little underwhelming. He had a really good one in the last game. So hopefully, this is, hopefully he can bounce back after this one. He only had four points, five assists, and six rebounds in 26 minutes. Brown put up a pretty good game, though. 18 points, uh, one steal, one block, uh, one assist, two rebounds, two threes, seven of 10 shooting in 25 minutes. Uh, man, they even got a good game from Rozier off the bench. Uh, Theasis or Thiasis? I'm sorry if I uh, if I mispronounce that. Twenty points from him with a nice line. So really good game here from the Celtics. They must be really disappointed to let this one slip away at home. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Celtics?
2: Uh, what I uh, we talked about all season is just the distribution of minutes. Right? If you look up and down the minutes, it's like nine guys in the twenty mid twenty minutes. Uh, only two guys you got. Uh, a high allotment of minutes were Kyrie Irving who we expect and then Jason Tatum um who I think um hasn't been as good as we expected fifty six on the year on a per game basis and ACAT uh I think he probably got drafted a little bit higher. I thought he would be I think around this, maybe a little bit lower on him because I was discounting all the Boston players. But um uh that's that's the thing we get tonight going against the Lakers, you know, it's there's a lot of scoring going on and a lot of fantasy stats. So 128 points, a lot of to go around but on a night to night basis it's hard to know who's gonna step up besides Kyrie. Um yeah, not much else to talk about here. You covered it all. Let's go on to the next game I've got. Oh, I skipped one in the beginning. I'm just going back to it now. Sorry. LA Clippers, Indiana, ninety-two one sixteen. Clippers, uh, as we talked about, big moves going on there. Um Tonight, they started. Gallinari came back. That was probably the biggest news. Played 20 minutes, 12 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Good to see him healthy. 2 blocks as well. Uh, Sendarius Thornwell gets the start um, tonight. 29 minutes, 5 points. He didn't do much, though, in 29 minutes. I'm not going to go over his line. Harrell played 29 minutes starting tonight. I kind of like him off the bench better, Adrian. Um, I think that's going to be the case when Zubac gets there. I still think 29 minutes is pretty good for him. Gogus Alexander, uh, quieter night since last time. Um, he is going to be the, the leader of this team going forward. Beverly still starting, twenty four minutes off the bench. Uh, Lou Williams, seventeen minutes. I don't know why he got had so few minutes. I'm not sure if he got injured or had something. He kind of come out early. Usually he sees a lot more time. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Wilson Chandler coming to this team. Zubac coming to this team. We'll see if Chandler gets slotted in there um, as a sixth man or as a starting position. Zubac has already been talked about being a starter. I am not, I think Zubac does have potential. I think Chandler in a very deep, deeper leagues or if he somehow finds his mojo can be a standard league guy, but I am not expecting too much out of either of them. Um, What are your thoughts on the Clippers?
1: Man, I'm glad you just said that, Neil, because a lot of people are already saying that Zubach could be one of the big, big winners from this trade deadline. And yes, compared to his situation on the Lakers, I guess, yes, he is a big winner. But I'm not 100% convinced that he's all of a sudden going to be this strong fantasy center. I think, you know, he's going to split minutes with Harrell. I think actually Harrell is the guy that has more talent and that... So, I, I mean, I'm a little bit on the fence about Zubac. I don't know if he's just going to be as great as a lot of people think. So, um, I got low expectations. I want to see how it plays out. And I do think, though, Shea Gills-Alexander might be a big winner here. As you said, should lead this team for the rest of the year. They moved Avery Bradley... They waived Milos Teodosic, who wasn't really getting a lot of minutes anyways. But I think this is going to open up some more, um, just some more opportunity for Shea Gills-Alexander. And uh, other than that, man, um, not too much more that I'm excited about. Danilo Gallinari, hopefully, you know, he's still working his way back from that injury. So let's hope that this All-Star break, he can kind of, uh, you know, get some rest, come in for that last stretch re-energize because I think it's it's he's got an open green light for usage in minutes as well. So hopefully Gallo can just uh, explode for the rest of season. All right. Uh, I think that's all I got. Let me jump over on the Pacers side. You know, uh, the Pacers made a move, didn't they? Did they make a move? The
2: Pacers, they did. They got... Um, who did they get? They I can't some, think of it either. I can't <laughs> think of it. But then they got someone in the buyout market. They got... um. Someone who has bought out and then they... they, they um...
1: Oh, uh, Wesley
2: Matthews. Wesley Matthews. Yes, yes, thank yes, you. yes. From New York, yes.
1: You know what? A decent move for the Pacers, adding an outside shooter. Probably one of the the uh, only things that this team needs is a, just a little more outside shooting. That's great. Neil, funny story for you. I finally got Sabonis into my lineup. And, uh, <laughs> and you know... Not a great game for Sabonis, but I don't care. I missed out on the two previous games where he, he was rock solid. So I'm just going to leave him in my lineup. I'm not going to mess around, man. So didn't really have it going in this one. Only eight points. But, hey, did have two assists, seven rebounds, one steal, four six from the field. Hopefully brighter days ahead for Sabonis. Bogdanovich, man, what can you say? I, I feel like I feel like a broken record. Every time I see him, just scores, man. Nine, 12 of 19 from the field for 29 points. This guy's unreal. Pacers have said that they want to bring this guy back again next year. Why not, man? He's He is an efficient, great scoring option in this league. Three steals, one assist, seven rebounds. Even doing a little bit more than just scoring three threes An outstanding game from him. A great season that he's having as well. Miles Turner, this guy, after the slow start, I mean, this guy's been unreal. 17 points, six blocks tonight. Four, ten defensive stats tonight with the six blocks and four steals. Three assists, two rebounds, three of three from downtown. An efficient seven of eight from the field. What a game from Miles Turner. Darren Collison, this guy seems to be uh, locked as well for the remaining uh, stretch of the season. 14 points, a steal with five assists, three rebounds, five of eight from the field, four of four from the line. Thad Young, uh, he's playing good as well. 14 points, five steals, four assists, five rebounds, two threes on six of nine shooting. Maybe the one disappointing guy here who hasn't really gotten going. I thought he would when Victor Oladipo went down. Tyreek Evans, man, it's just not happening for him. Getting the start but only seeing 16 minutes for eight points, two assists, one rebound. I keep expecting to see a blow-up game from him, and it just hasn't happened. And at this point, I'm not sure that it's going to happen at all. Okay, I can't think of much more to talk about. The bench, we really don't trust anyone on the bench. You know I love Aaron Holiday, but it's not his year yet. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Indiana Pacers? Well,
2: first of all, congratulations against some bonus in your lineup. Very proud of you that you did that. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's always the case, though, Like right? As soon as you get him in a lineup, it's like, oh, he's not going to have a good game. It's just how it works oh. out. Anyway, um, I think Evans is, is done, unfortunately. I think with Matthews coming in... Um, collison running the point uh they, they need to keep spreading the floor turner my god over the last month he is second round value i guess all these fantasy geeks like us were right about turner right like he 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 didn't get downgraded this year and people held on to him i was a little um uh i guess i was not high on him but obviously some people knew what they were talking about because he has just exploded obviously benefits from the uh unfortunate injury to olodipo and then uh, lastly he like said on bogdanovich um To have a three-point shooter who shoots 50% from the field overall is just amazing. This guy is um, a marksman out there, so I wish I would have picked him up. Um, Wesley Matthews, I thought he might have some value in New York because I thought New York was just going to tank, and I thought they'd let him just kind of chuck away, Uh, certainly in points leagues. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. Um, He'll he'll have, uh, I think, a significant role. I don't know if he's going to have much fantasy value, though, in Indiana. Um, all right. The last game, I believe, um, Memphis, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City, 117, um, Memphis without Gasol, 97. Um, your guy who I he may only have one good game left, though, <laughs> <laughs> Ivan Rab. <laughs> we got JV coming to town. We'll see oh. how that, that affects it. Uh, 15 points tonight for Ivan, nine rebounds, six of eight shooting, one for one from the three-point land, one steal, two blocks. Yes, this guy would have been gold if he mm-hmm. could have just stuck around. I mean, that's a great line. Um, Conley, um, you know he's going to play hard tonight, had a tough shooting night, 4-15. So just 15 points, did have seven assists, two steals. Um, It just had to be deflating for this team. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., he, Brewski was talking about today on the show, excuse me, tw- he's going to be a top 30 player going forward. Rest of the season tonight, he delivers that. 27 points on 12 of 18, shooting two steals and a three-pointer. Um, Julian Washburn, I don't know, even know who that is. I'm sorry. Uh, he gets to start at four, 37 minutes, but does not too much uh, fantasy wise. Justin Holliday, I have just lost any interest in this guy. Um, I know he's going to have free reign. Two of 11, though, from the field. He is just something is just off on a shot this year and it's gotten worse since going to Memphis. Just six points. Um, did have six rebounds and three assists. So that helps, but no steals, uh, tonight kind of want, and just one, three. I mean, you kind of want a couple threes and a couple steals consistently. And it's just not happening anymore for him. Um, let's see if any one of these guys, uh, can, um, get some run. Are you, so we're, we're thinking JV is going to be center. Obviously he's going to hold his value. um, DeLon Wright, I mean, I I think he's going to be, he could be fantasy relevant. Again, I am not so bullish on him. Um, I have to just, I have to wait and see on him. But I know by the time you wait, it might be too late. Um, Any thoughts on you on on those guys coming over, the Grizzlies tonight?
1: Really glad that you mentioned DeLon Wright. I think if you want to take a flyer out of of anyone, uh, he might be the guy. But. We're just not sure yet what his role is. How many minutes is he going to get? So as you said, Neil, I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach. Depending on your situation, I do play in a league, 14-team league, where I probably got to pick him up tonight if I want him. So I will do that. But also, if you own Rab, if you picked up Rab, and I did in a few leagues, I am still going to wait and see what's going to happen when Jonas Valanciunas gets into this rotation is Jonas coming off the bench is Jonas gonna start at center is Jjj gonna play next to him at power forward how well like how is this gonna work man so I Rab has played so well that I at least want to hang on and wait and see how it pans out so if you have Rab let's just wait let's just take a wait and see what happens here um also really excited. To see um, the return of Kyle Anderson, man, I heard that he could be close. So my fingers are crossed that he can get back in right after the All Star break. All right, going to jump over on the Thunder. Whoo! You we gotta start with Russell Westbrook triple double. Neil, I believe this is eight triple-doubles in a row. I might be wrong, but I believe I read that if he gets one more, he's going to uh, tie the NBA record, which is nine triple-doubles in a row. So 15 points, 15 assists, tw- 13 rebounds, four steals. Look, the shooting percentage isn't great, but still a great line from him. Five of 16 from the field, 1-3. Paul George, man, this guy is outstanding. 27 points, 4 steals, 4 assists, 5 rebounds, 6 of 13 from 3-point range, 7 of 16 from the field, a perfect 7 of 7 from the line. What can you say about him? Grant, a decent scoring game here. Great scoring game, actually. 20 points on an efficient 8 of 11 shooting. Even gave you 3 threes tonight, but I... you know, when I picked this guy up, I expected to get more of the other stuff from him and low scoring. It's it's the steals and the blocks and the rebounding, and tonight he was a little low in those categories, but he's locked and loaded for the rest of the year. Don't worry about him. Ferguson with 10 points. Um, he shot four of 12 in 28 minutes. Steven Adams didn't have it going tonight. Um, actually, he did. He shot five of five, but he only got 19 minutes Um Eleven points, a block, two steals, two assists, six re- six rebounds. I'm not worried about Stephen Adams. He's going to be just fine. Schroeder doing his thing off the bench. Sixteen points. You know, even though he's coming off the bench, man, the minutes are there. Played 31 tonight. The usage is there. Took 16 shots tonight. So I think Schroeder is a guy that we can count on in most leagues. Um, but nobody else. I don't trust anybody else on this team. Neil, what do you think of the Thunder? No moves from them, which uh, was kind of, I guess, to be expected.
2: Yeah, there wasn't much buzz around them making any moves. Um, Nice win tonight here over Memphis. They are, I'm I'm so curious to see how this team does in the playoffs. Um, They've got so many, uh, they just look really good out there. From a fantasy perspective, uh, no changes, obviously. Unfortunately, they got three guys. Uh, we count on three very good guys. Well, two really good guys, we should say. And then uh, Adams is pretty strong. And then Schroeder, marginal guy off the bench. You Maybe you want on your team. Maybe you don't. Kind of goes either way. Um, and I, it just hasn't changed all year. Um, oh, I should mention I, I'm wrong. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. What am I thinking? They're the fourth guy there. Um it's just you know what I forgot to pick him up this year so I'm trying to block him out of my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do I, the same thing. <laughs> I know.
2: I wish I had him. Uh anyway, it's just their wing, their other wing Ferguson he doesn't produce. So um yeah, no changes to this lineup, no changes tonight from the from the box score. So uh just keep on chugging. Um I think that's it for the uh for the games that are finished. We got one at halftime here. Portland's currently up on San Antonio. No shocker there uh, any last words before you sign off
1: yes sir super quick before I sign off want to ask you Neil we're hearing that Anthony Davis is ready to return oh. he did not get moved it looks like the Pelicans are okay with playing him and they are not gonna sit him Neil I know you still hung on to him in one league are you excited to finally get this guy back
2: yeah you know and it, I I I heard the news as well. I saw that they're going to play him and he wants to play and the teammates want him to play. And he's obviously, um, is entertained to watch. I, 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 I mean, do you think it just goes back to normal? Like there's just, like, <laughs> like, there's just no he goes out there, he plays 35 minutes. He puts up like the incredible stats. He plays as hard as he normally does. I, I mean, that's what we're all expecting. Right. I guess I have to see it for like a couple games to like really believe it. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm happy he's back on. I'm happy he made that trade, though, for talent still. I don't mm-hmm. think that was a bad move in the retrospect. It would, the risk was way too big. I mean, it, it could have gone either way, right? Uh, and I'm glad I hung him into one league so I can enjoy him if it does work out. I will say um, I'm still, like, I'm still curious on how it's going to play out. I mean, do the fans even care? Are they, they just going to, like, cheer for him? Like, it's no big deal? Like, it's just... Everyone is kind of like, let's bygones be guy bygones. And it just goes on. I don't understand.
1: It is a really strange situation, right? We don't see this kind of thing very often where a guy makes that trade demand or says he doesn't want to be here. And now, all of a sudden, he's got to finish out the rest of the year on this team. So it is really interesting. I will say my belief is that even though they're going to let him play, I think they're going to be pretty cautious with him if the game's a blowout. Maybe he stays on the bench. If he has any inkling of an injury, let's say we see him just twist his ankle a little bit, I don't think we're going to see him finish off that game. We might, you know, an injury where early in the season he played through, I think he could miss a game for, you know, little small stuff. So, yeah, I think we are going to see a cautious approach. But, man, even in limited minutes, we know that Anthony Davis could put up crazy numbers even in limited minutes so you just gotta be ecstatic if you um had Anthony Davis and Neil I agree with you man I still think that trade you made was great Carl Anthony Towns is the number four player in nine category leagues and uh he's he's gonna finish the year up at the top right there so you still made a great deal man so no regrets for sure and uh man it's it's crazy that, you know, we, we saw this drama with Anthony Davis. It's past. Let's move on. Let's finish this season strong and let's have fun, man. All right, Neil, any closing thoughts on this crazy day? Yeah,
2: just one last thing on that Anthony Davis thing. Uh, yeah, I, I agree that he um, – I can't imagine them, like, sitting him too many minutes because if he's on the bench and the team starts to lose, that place is going to just mutiny, right? If he's sitting there on the bench and they're like, eh, we're not going to play in the last quarter he's got to be out there playing if he's going to be if he's going to be on the bench he's got to be out there playing too he can't just be sitting 15 minutes a game um so um or i should say 20 minutes a game he'll be playing 30 to 35 minutes so yeah i assume he's gonna play as hard as he does i can't see like a a professional athlete like not competing once they're out there you know so i think he's gonna he'll be who he is it's just it's just kind of bizarre
1: at, and as you said, I'm really curious to see how the fans are going to react to him, right? Are they going to cheer him? Are they going to boo him? <laughs> I, it, is, I can't wait to see it. And man. if they boo him for
2: like three games in a row, does he still keep coming back? Like, <laughs> <what> is-
1: <laughs> You know, and I, I do see your side about the winning thing, but also an interesting side to look at it as well. They have their draft pick this year, I think. So if they tank and get a high draft pick... That's theirs, and, and if they're going to lose Anthony Davis eventually, and they're going to rebuild, makes sense for them to kind of get as high of a draft pick as they can. So I see your side, but I also kind of wonder if they don't mind losing as well. So I don't know, man. We'll see how we'll see what happens. But anyways, you guys, it's been a great fun day, <laughs> Neil. I'm I'm having trouble tonight. You just I'm so. Uh, I've taken in so much information. I've been up so long. I've been reading so much. I'm like uh, delirious right now. I'm having trouble forming thoughts and words. So I apologize to the audience today. I've been a little bit. I've been a little out of it. But thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. It's been a great day. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season, especially after the All Star break with all these changes. Um, I'm gonna get out of here. Neil will be back for one more. Um, I guess that's it for this week, right, Neil? We'll be oh, back. Yeah. Today's on Sunday. Thursday.
2: I totally forgot. It's uh, it's the end of the week as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we'll be back on Sunday uh for those those days and nights games.
1: All right, you guys. I'll see you later. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at ball with Neil. I'm at Adrian Benjamin's. We'll see you later. Neil will be back for one more.
2: Last game of the evening. Portland 127. San Antonio 118. Start with the San Antonio side first. Um Derek White still injured. Um we'll see how long he stays out. Um can look this up. See what we got on a deadline here. He'll be out through the all-star game. So tonight, um Bertrand's Uh, Is that how it's kind of shaking out here? Uh, DeRozan and Forbes in the backcourt. And uh, Bertrands, Gay, and Aldridge in the frontcourt. Very interesting that that is how it played out. Patty Mills came off the bench, played 29 minutes. Had a great night the other night, uh, yesterday I should say. Tonight, uh, kind of back to fantasy irrelevancy um, so far on the year we've got um, Aldridge as a number one option DeRozan second gay third and then it's really hard to find a starter here in San Antonio even with one guy out uh, Bertrand's two points five rebounds and assist Forbes 11 points three rebounds and assist just took five shots Off the bench, Uh, the aforementioned Patty Mills, not too much tonight. Bellinelli, likewise, Portal, the same. So really, even with an injury, doesn't seem to be anyone here we can trust um, for any consistency. So stay away from the Spurs through the All-Star break and then get Derek White back in your lineup. Other than that, I don't see anything um, that would... uh, Change that. And um no moves to the All Star break. So no no um roster changes. Portland uh on their side tonight, um Mo Harkless came back and uh played just uh fifteen minutes. I'm not seeing a um an injury here. Had three personal fouls, so maybe got in foul trouble. Did not get to see the game. Uh just two points for him, Aminu... um Trying to hang on to value here, 123 on a per-game basis, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 3 of 5 from the field, 5 of 5 from the free-throw line, which is very good for him. Usually he's a negative, um, not a negative, I should say. He's this right on the cusp of being positive for free-throw percentage. The field goal percentage is where he kind of hurts you. Tonight, just 3 of 5, so that was good. He can certainly help with rebounds. He can certainly help with um. Low turnovers in nine cat leagues, but it's never going to really be a big spark. Um, Nurkic, uh, 22 points. He's been solid. Second-best fantasy player in the third, uh, 35-rank range in eight cat leagues per game basis. Uh, Damian Lillard, of course, um, 12th overall. He has fulfilled his expectations, 10 of 20 tonight, shooting 45% on the season. Taking a lot of three-pointers. Tonight he took um tonight he took seven. Did not make any. So he was he was uh ten of thirteen from twos and then 0 of seven from three-pointers. So shot very well from two, had five steals as well to go along with it. Uh McCollum, uh nice scoring night from him here, 30 points, 10 of 21 shooting, including seven three-pointers, two steals, and two blocks. He is up to 66 on a per game basis, he is getting better. I don't know if he's going to be, he's 38th overall in the last month, 66 on the season. I think he was probably drafted fourth round. Maybe I'm not sure exactly where he went. Um, consensus wise, but he was probably a third, fourth or fifth round at the worst case scenario. And, um, he can get back to that fourth round value. I think by end of season, maybe, maybe just outside the top 50. Um, he seems to be play, playing much better as of late. Um, other guys here on Portland, um, Jake Layman. We know he has started for a while, or he had been starting for a while, I should say. Now, coming off the bench but playing more minutes—31 minutes tonight, 13 points, three rebounds, two assists. This guy's maybe worth putting on your watch list. Um, he overall he has not had a very good season fantasy wise. Last month he is 144. So. Kind of creeping in there to 14-team value. Not quite there yet on 12-team value. What I like about him is that he is um, shooting 55% from the field over the last month. So that's clearly something that's been helping him. Um, His value does not do a lot of anything else, but uh, gets decent stats across the board. Not sure if that's sustainable, but let's keep an eye on him if you need um, someone who can... Maybe knock down a couple threes and shoot a good percentage. He has been doing that as of late, so perhaps worth taking a chance on. Um, Ronnie Hood um, now on the team played 25 minutes tonight, um, scored 14 points, three rebounds, went six of seven from the field. So kind of a good shooting night. Otherwise, not too much. Uh, Two three pointers and a steal. Not trusting him. Uh, This hurts Evan Turner if you happen to own him in a deeper league. Unfortunately, he will take a hit. Hood might eclipse him in deeper leagues, but neither one is a standard league asset. And um, I think that's going to do it for tonight. Thanks again for listening to our show. Uh, We'll be back on Sunday night. Again, we are sponsored by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. You can find their delicious coffee products at hawaiianisles.com or on amazon.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Hit me up with any questions, comments, criticisms. I'm at Ball with Neil, B-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-N-E-I-L. Uh, good luck with the rest of your week in fantasy, and we'll talk to you on Sunday.
1: This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.